What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another segment of my Christian walk. Let me tell you something. I don't feel like a Christian of late, and I think that's part of the journey of people that believe in the gospel, because I do believe in the gospel. And I do believe in the term salvation. Um, Currently, I'm with my girlfriend in Pennsylvania, and I was just thinking about this last night. I have not been reading scripture. I haven't been praying. And one of the reasons I do this podcast is for those of you that the, the 10 of you or so that listen to these things, that's usually my big number, but I don't do it to get a lot of listeners. If you're listening to this, then obviously you listen to it for a reason, whether you know of it or you know me or whatever. But today I want to talk about something I read in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. And it's, to me, what makes the gospel so unique. And that is that, and I'm not going to quote the verbiage from the gospel. That's not my style. But I'm going to talk about the principle behind the verse. I'm going to do a lot of paraphrasing. So when you think about the gospel message, what I'm talking about is the cross. The crucifixion of Jesus Christ, the act of submission where he willingly went to the cross to save, as melodramatic as that may sound, to save mankind. Now, the whole gist of today's segment has to do, and if you want to know what I'm talking about, like strictly, go to 1 Corinthians, go to Bible Gateway or any um, thing online, unless you have a Bible yourself, and go to the first chapter. It's in the first chapter. And to me, I can relate to this so much because I know both sides of what this, what these verses are talking about. And it's talking about the way God works in revealing himself and Jesus in the crucifixion and how that relates to salvation. You see, God could just make it an intellectual pursuit where, you know, you can just use your reasoning skills or you can use your intellectual brain and you can you know understand it I mean that would be so easier wouldn't it be so much easier if God just did that and said you know I'm not gonna send myself down in human form to save mankind because you are tainted with original sin because um you know I'll just make it really easy and I'll just you know make it so everybody gets it and you don't need me see if we all just used our reasoning and our intellectual skills and brains to figure out the cross and salvation, then it wouldn't really be a spiritual phenomena. It wouldn't be a spiritual thing. It would be a, a, a man-controlled, intellectual, acquire, intellectually acquired truth. And that is just not God. God does not reveal himself in a way so that you can just get it and then you know, not need him. It's not like a algebraic equation or some multifaceted puzzle brain game that you have to figure out. It's, 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 <laughs> it's why Jesus, who Jesus was, you know, and it's why the Jews at the time said, who is this guy? He's claiming to be the Messiah. He's claiming to be the King of the Jews. It's what got him cru- crucified. And when Pontius Pilate said, are you the King of the Jews? What did Christ say? He said, you, I am who you say I am. There was never any boasting. There was never any 
um, facade of power where he got pissed off and fought the authorities. No, he took a beating that should have killed him. He took a torturous... If you ever want to read about how Christ was was tortured, it is, it's, you know, Mel Gibson did a film called The Passion of the Christ. And if you look at that film and you see the way Mel Gibson depicts... And Mel Gibson's a full-on spiritual guy. I know many people don't believe that. They think he's just crazy. And, you know, because of what he did, his, his anti-Semitic statements he made against Jews and, every, and everything. He's totally down with Christ. He's totally a Christian. Um, and the way... That movie's beautiful, by the way. It's very brutal. But if you want to get a taste of the way Jesus was killed and how awful it was... And this is before he got crucified. Watch that film. So let me get back on track here. So, so, so what's amazing in Corinthians is you almost read into the, the language uh, that God is stumbling people. Like God is making it so hard. And he's saying, and again, Paul is, whether people believe Paul actually wrote Corinthians or that scribes wrote it for him, you know, my brother's going to hate me mentioning his name, which I won't, but my brother loves to argue with me about this crap. And, you know, and frankly, my brother, if he's listening to this, brother, you know if you are, it's not a put down. You're coming at it from a non-spiritual position. You're coming at it like if you don't believe it, if you don't have the gift of faith, and you're going to try to intellectualize the gospel, it's not going to happen because it wasn't created for that kind of processing. And that's what's so beautiful about reading a path, which really lifted me up spiritually. Like I said, I've been dry, man. I've been dry and I've just been, you know, not like dry like I'm a horrific person, just haven't been doing anything to really build up my spirit. And that's what the Word of God does. It builds you up spiritually. Immediately, the power of Scripture, particularly the New Testament. I was sharing with my girlfriend, when I was reading the Old Testament, I was trying laboring through Exodus. <laughs> Excuse me. And you get to some portions of the Old Testament where it's like reading a census report. It's awful. Sorry, I don't mean to be blasphemous, but it's awful. It's just boring and it's tedious. But you go to the New Testament and you read the words of people like Paul, who was a primary person in in the spreading of the gospel who was martyred for his faith and you read particularly the accounts in the gospels of Jesus's words it's it's just impossible for that to be some fairy tale or some concocted fictional narrative it's impossible you know why because we're spiritual people everybody it resonates it will resonate inside you so i want to i want to close this by saying here's what i'm doing this whole thing today for. Number one, if you are thinking ever about Jesus Christ and you're thinking about, did he, was he real? Did he really get crucified? Why should I believe in Jesus? Why, what, so I don't go to hell? I mean, don't, well, do what you want, but go further down the rabbit hole with your curiosity. Look at the, the words in scripture in the New Testament. Look at the post-crucifixion uh, content of what 
people, the scribes that recorded these books say about the faith, because that is the beginning of what we know as the Christian church. And, you know, it's not about anything more than that, that reality of Christ being the Redeemer, God acting in ways that are contrary to our intellect, and almost having the faith of a child when it comes to accepting the gospel. And these are all words that are used. These are not my words. So anyways, check it out and give it a shot and suspend your intelligence and just be open. Be open to what I'm telling you. Don't try and intellectualize it because it's never going to work. And you will see the way God works when you read these accounts. Okay? Anyways, that's it. Peace. Talk to you guys later.